0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: You see, so many times, instead of looking at the situation and even at ourselves, from the standpoint of what the Bible says about us, of what God says about us, of how God looks at us, we look at ourselves with our own natural eyes. And when you do that, you, you, you can't see what God's done. You can't see yourself in Christ. You know I look a whole lot better in him than I do out of him.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. This week we continue the Timeless Teaching Series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Keys to Successful Christian Living. This will be a great day of powerful teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special offer. Now, here's Kenneth e. Hagan Hagin with today's message.
1: Now, if you have your Bibles tonight, open them, please, to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, the very first chapter. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. I think I'm going to start reading with the 23rd verse of this first chapter of Corinthians. You could follow me as I read. Then we'll take one verse here in a moment for a text. 23rd verse, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jew and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. My, 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 that's already preached a sermon just in those two or three verses, didn't it? Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, Not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised has God chosen, Yea, in things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth let him glory in the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God we glory in the Lord. Now I want to notice for a text that 30th verse. But of him, that's of God the Father, he was talking about God has chosen the foolish things of the world and so on. But of him, of God, because you see, it's God that planned this great plan of redemption, not man, God planned it. But of God are ye in Christ Jesus. You see, so many times, instead of looking at the situation and even at ourselves from the standpoint of what the Bible says about us, of what God says about us, of how God looks at us, we look at ourselves with our own natural eyes. And when you do that, you, you, you can't see what God's done. You can't see yourself in Christ. You know, I look a whole lot better in him than I do out of him. (laughs) Amen? And you do too. But see, I can't see you in Christ and you can't see me in Christ. But yet the word of God said, but of him are ye in Christ. And that's the way God sees us is in Christ. Now listen, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus. I'm glad I'm in him. Are you? Amen. Hallelujah. Who of God? Christ Jesus of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. He's made unto us righteousness. He's made unto us sanctification and redemption. Hallelujah. Well, if he's made unto us all of those things and I'm in him, then that's the way God sees me. I think about that great text in Second Corinthians 5, 21, where it said him that who knew no sin, that was Jesus, was made to be sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. There's another one of those in him scriptures. If you want to be a successful Christian, And and we've listed most of the verses far in that little booklet, little mini book, In Him. If you want to be a successful Christian, read through the New Testament and write down all the verses that talk about in Christ, in Him, in whom, hallelujah, and just begin to confess, that's who I am. Even if it doesn't seem real to you, begin to confess it, because the Bible said it, the Bible said it, it's so. If you'll begin to confess it, it won't be long till you'll be enjoying the reality of it. But you see, instead of walking in the light of what the Word says, maybe so many times folks in the church world didn't know what the Word said. Maybe we just accepted church teaching instead of New Testament teaching. We accepted what man, some men said about it or, or what the theologian said. It seems to me that the church, you know, when I use the, the, the name church here, I'm not just talking about, you know, people that are really saved. I'm just talking about the church world in general, you know, whether they're saved or not. But it seemed to me like the church has been very strong in teaching man his need of righteousness, teaching man his weaknesses, teaching him his inability to please God. And it seemed that the church has been very strong in the denunciation of sins in the believer and, and, and the churches preached against unbelief, against world conformity, preached about the lack of faith. But as a whole, we as the church have been sadly lacking in bringing forth the truth of what we are in Christ and who we are in him and how righteousness and faith are available. Hallelujah. You see, do you ever ever notice it? Now, now, not so much anymore, not in our circles because we've changed a lot of that. But do you ever notice? I noticed it for years, many, many years. There's so many times The songs that we sing are not scriptural. John Alexander Dowie said, so many of our hymns are embalmed with unbelief. (laughs) Now, one verse might be scriptural, and the very next verse, just unbelief and doubt. Most of them put redemption off until after death. But we just got through reading in our text that Christ is made unto us redemption now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So many of the songs that we've sung said we're gonna have rest when we get to heaven. We're gonna have peace when we get to heaven. We're gonna have victory when we get to heaven. But thank God, the Word of God teaches us that we can have rest now. The Word of God teaches us that we have peace now. The Word of God teaches us that we have victory now. The Word of God teaches us that we can be overcomers now. Hallelujah. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven. And so many times the songs we sing and the sermons we've heard through the years, you know, there'll be no more failing when we get to heaven. Well, thank God, there doesn't have to be any failure this side of heaven. I don't believe God planned that the church would be a failure, do you? Amen. I don't believe in his plan, that he planned that we would be a failure. Well, if, if one of us is a failure, even one member of the body, you know, my little finger can't have the victory without the rest of my body having the victory. Are you listening to me? And so, if one of us fails, it affects all of us. But thank God, God planned that we be victorious. And he gave us the means whereby we could. Jesus to redeem us and his word to reveal to us his plan. Can you say amen? Amen. So many times in hearing people testify, In hearing sermons, in hearing the songs that we sing or that is being sung, I don't ever sing them. I mean, even if I'm in a church where they're singing them, I don't sing them the way they do. Hallelujah. I put a positive stand on it, praise God. Say it differently. But so many times to hear folks talk, we have nothing this side of heaven but failure, misery, disappointment, and weakness. But thank God, in Christ Jesus, there is no failure. In Christ Jesus, there is no misery. In Christ Jesus, there is no disappointment. And in Christ Jesus, there is no weakness. I know for a good many years, particularly after I came from among the Baptists over among the Pentecostals, and uh, we didn't have testimony Meeting or didn't have testimony services in our church, but Pentecostals way back nineteen thirty-seven when I got the baptism, they, they felt like you know you ought to have a testimony meeting every time you went to church if it didn't it you just know, backslid. Whether you know, folks come up in Pentecostal or not, see, and uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I just wonder about some of those folks. You know, I just wonder what they're yoked up with. You know, Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you more misery. I'll make it harder for you. No, He said, I'll give you rest.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the DVD, Just Know God by Kenneth E. Hagen. The paperback book, Don't Quit, Your Faith Will See You Through by Ken Hagen, plus the CD, Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones by Lynette Hagen. All three of these resources are offered for the low price of $24.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: We are going to be at Faith Christian Family Church there in Rushville, Illinois. Right. So that is um, Sunday through Wednesday, September the 8th through the 11th. So if you're in that that area, come out. We have Sunday night service, then um, Monday through Wednesday morning services. I'll be speaking. Yes, and and then then
0: I do the night. That's right. It's going to be
1: a lot of fun. Come
0: on out. Tomorrow on Rama for Today... We continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Keys to Successful Living. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.